Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WFAN, WFAN-FM, New York. It is Sunday morning on WFAN, and good morning, everybody. This is Bob Salter. After our 8 o'clock update, it is Rick Wolf who is along with the Sports Edge program. Ed Randall will be by talking baseball after our 9 o'clock update here on The Fan. And we move into a discussion this hour of our program that should be very interesting. I'm very intrigued by the guest who is joining us. Uh, she is a resident of uh, Long Island. Her name is Brianna Salonaro, and she is joining us to talk with us about a couple of things that are interesting, and we're going to go in an area of discussion where, interestingly enough, we've never gone um, on this program in all the years that I've been doing it. And that, I will say, is um, a shortcoming. But I'm glad to be able to go that route in part in our discussion today. Uh, Brianna, first of all, good morning. Welcome to our program here on WFAN. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And yourself? I'm doing great. Good, good. There's a lot of different areas to go in this discussion um, because you are seeking to do something that is quite an accomplishment uh, in your lifetime. And I want to get into talking about that, but we've got to set the stage by doing a little bit of background. And by background, we start with your youth. Now, you're a teenager now. Um, at age one, you were diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. Um, Correct. What is that disease? What is that? What is it actually like? Um, cerebral palsy is a neurological disability that um, affects how the brain connects with your muscles. So, um, specifically for me, it affects both my legs from the hips down, and um, it just makes my balance. Um, really off, my eye coordination isn't um, fully like intact, and my flexibility um, definitely isn't average. Okay, so growing up with cerebral palsy or CP, what was that like? Um, it was extremely difficult for me personally. Um, you know, I always questioned, you know, like, why me? Um, you know, it always felt like I was the odd man out, um, whether in the classroom, in the, in the gym, at recess, 
Um, I suffered a lot of bullying as a kid. Um, so it's definitely difficult um, for me to wrap my head around. But um, today I couldn't be more grateful for it. All right, I've got to ask two questions based on what you just said. Um, the first one is, how did you handle, how did you deal with the bullying? And then the second is that last part. He said, today you can't be more grateful for it. Some people listening may be confused by that. But let's start off with, how did you handle the bullying? Um, you know, I just took it day by day. Um, I used my family as support you know, to come home and talk to them about whatever was bothering me that day. And um, I continued to work on myself physically so that I could make myself mentally stronger. Um, you know, doing physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, whatever it was needed to make me fit in more with um, my classmates at the time. And when you say today you couldn't be more grateful for it, what do you mean? Well, now I have this unbelievable opportunity to represent um, my country and, um, you know, to really make a difference for people with disabilities and show the world that people with disabilities can exceed limits that people with without disabilities can't exceed. So um, I'm grateful for the opportunities I've been given along with the disability. Well, it's an interesting opportunity. Now, you were looking to become, as I understand, the first female ever to compete in Taekwondo Paralympics. First of all... For the United States. For yeah. the United States. What are the Taekwondo Paralympics? Um, the Taekwondo Paralympics are um, basically the Olympics for people with disabilities such as CP, um, amputations. Um, and as far as I know, those are the only two main disabilities that um, the sparring aspect of Taekwondo focuses on. Um, and, yeah, it's basically just the same thing that able-bodied Olympians um face, but, you know, with handicaps. When you were in high school, you participated in sports, gym class, things like that? Yes. Okay. Um, what was that experience like? Because you, you had said earlier that part of what you had done was, if I understand correctly, was your focus with, I guess, physical therapy, occupational therapy, to try to make yourself stronger? Yes. So I participated in physical therapy up until I still do today, but occupational therapy ended in elementary school along with speech therapy. Um, and growing up through gym class, like I, I did everything I could, the best I could do it at my ability. So I never, like, sat out or... Um, you know, said I couldn't do it because of this. I just did, if they wanted us to do 10 laps around the gym, I'd do five if that's what I could do that day. Mm -hmm. um, in high school, you know, um, 
it was definitely different because you don't have a teacher holding your hand the whole time. So I had to um, definitely be more vocal for myself. Um, and I def I did have like accommodations um, along with the gym class, but again, I would do everything um, everybody else would do. Brianna, when we talk about cerebral palsy, what would you say, what do you think is perhaps in the general society, the greater society, most misunderstood about the illness? Um, I think one of the most misunderstood perceptions is that cerebral palsy varies for everyone. There's different forms of it. There's forms where you could be constricted to a wheelchair, can't fix yourself, can't walk, can't talk. And then there's a form of it where it can only affect one leg on one side of your body. And it could be extremely mild, so it ranges. That's a very big scale of how it could affect you. And earlier in this discussion, you talked about the importance of being able to make a difference for people with disabilities. Our society, in a way, has changed over the years. One would hope to be more inclusive for people with disabilities. Is that really the case? Do you find that's the case? Um, I mean, in my, in my experience, in my sport, yes, because if, um, you know, they didn't add Taekwondo to the 2020 Paralympics, this would not be happening for me, um, today. As a society in general, without speaking about sport, um, you know, I definitely think that more awareness is being raised for people with disabilities, and I believe that schools are becoming more open to people with disabilities and um, even sports. You know, kids with uh, able-bodied sports teams are becoming more open to um, kids with disabilities as well. So I would say yes, yeah. I didn't ask you this earlier. Some of the people listening to our discussion today may be curious about this career-wise. What do you want to do? What's your goal? Um, Well, right now I'm studying health science at Sacred Heart University, and I plan to um, become a physical therapist as of today. That's based on the experience that you had? Yeah, all my experience from being in the hospital to, um, you know, constant physical therapy visits. If I could help someone like me or, you know, in a similar situation, um, that would be amazing. It's an interesting discussion that we are having with our guests this hour of our program on the fan, and what we will do, too, is um, to mention, because part of the reason for Brianna talking with us today is... 
she needs to raise uh, some money. Uh, there's a GoFundMe site that is set up that we're going to give you the information for as we continue in our discussion. Uh, Brianna Solanaro is uh, talking with us on our program on the fan this Sunday morning after our 8 o'clock update. Rick Wolf is along with the Sports Edge program. And Ed Randall will be talking baseball here on The Fan after our 9 a.m. FM, New York. It is Sunday morning on WFAN, and it's the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf that follows our 8 o'clock update. Ed Randall talking baseball after our 9 o'clock update on The Fan this Sunday morning. I'm Bob Solter. We're in discussion with Brianna Solanaro on our program and talking with her about uh, some of the things that she has been involved in and also kind of a look ahead to where she is hoping to go. She wants to become the first female from this country ever to compete in the Taekwondo Paralympics. And one of the things associated with that is that she needs to raise money. And it's part of what we're going to talk with you about in our discussion. Um, Brianna is a resident of Long Island, and she's shared with us a little bit of background about uh, growing up with cerebral palsy and um, also some of the um, preparation that she's gone to in terms of um, training and uh, conditioning of um, her body to be able to participate uh, in various um, things associated with sport. I guess in this portion of our program, let's talk a little bit about this uh, need to raise money because this also ties into the kind of things you're looking to do. And I got to be honest with you, you know, I just look at what you have on the agenda for 2017, the rest of it. And I'm floored um, by that uh, personally. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited. What, what, what are you looking to do? And then let's get into talking a little bit about how it is that you're going about trying to raise some money. Um, as far as this year, I'm actually set to leave for Korea in about a month for the um, Asian Power Taekwondo Open. And straight from there, I'll be going to um, Michigan for the United States uh, Taekwondo Nationals. And the month following, I'll be going to Costa Rica for the Para Taekwondo Pan Am Championship. And about two months later, I'm scheduled to go to London for the 2017 World Championships. You know, just hearing that, I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I will ever again say, I don't feel like going out and walking the dog. I mean, come on. It's, it's, this is amazing, the things that, that you're involved in. I mean, Thank that's you an so awful, much. That's an awful lot. Um, yeah. Is that – does that motivate you? Does that drive you? Do, you? do you like keeping that kind of busy approach? Oh, yes, completely. It's what I've dreamt of and what I've, um, you know, always hoped of doing. Uh, before Para Taekwondo, I'd always watch my able-bodied national, uh, my able-bodied teammates make national team and accomplish all these amazing things and travel to Spain or different countries to compete for our country, and I always wished I could do that. Um, but being that I do have CP, I would never be able to make the able-bodied national team. So, um, you know, now that para taekwondo is relevant to our country and the 
Paralympics is, um, you know, set in stone. Uh, I have to, you know, do everything I possibly can to achieve my goal. Brianna, how important is it for you to be representing this country? Oh, it is a dream come true to put on that United States uniform every time I compete. Um, it's definitely a humbling feeling. Um, definitely uh, very proud to be representing the United States. All right, now let's talk about dollars and cents here. You're looking to raise money. How's this being yes. done? Right now I'm raising money through a GoFundMe account um, and to raise awareness of not only what, um, not only the money, but I opened a um, public Facebook page um, that's just my name, Brianna Salonaro, where you could find, you know, the latest updates on my um, Taekwondo career and the link to my GoFundMe as well. And when we're talking about raising money, do you have a goal in mind? So this year, um, my goal is to raise um, ten to fifteen thousand dollars. Okay. Now, here's where we get to the point where people who are listening to our discussion today can be part of this whole process, and hopefully be supportive because there are people listening to this discussion who very well can fall in that category. The GoFundMe site, you can go to, you can also go to Brianna's Facebook page, find out some information on her, get a link to the Go, GoFundMe site. Trying to raise that kind of money seems like a very doable thing. What's your, I didn't ask you this earlier, what's your family like? What's your support system like? Uh, my family, you know, they're very supportive. Um, you know, as far as, this is all new to everyone, including me and them. So, um, you know, some of the things I do is um, definitely a shock as well, but they're very proud um, and um, very involved in helping me achieve my goal. When you say a shock, what do you mean by that? Well, because originally, you know, the doctors thought I would never walk, so to be doing the things that I'm doing today um, definitely comes as a shock in a good sense, um, not only to them, but to me as well. So, And when we talk about your accomplishments, I purposely had not mentioned before in this discussion the fact that you have a black belt in your yes, background. Yes, second degree. What was it like earning that? Oh, that was... Um, Definitely a very special uh, time in my life. That day, um, all my friends from school came when I earned my first degree, and they all watched me and came out to support me. And it really showed me that people, um, you know, do come together to support others. And um, 
it's times like those that you see your true um, sense of support in life. And it was just an amazing, amazing feeling to have that belt wrapped around my waist. When you're talking about your desires, your goals, you know, you talk about this year, these things that you want to compete in, your schedule. What are you looking ahead to, let's say, down the road a couple of years in terms of, I guess, it's the 2020 Paralympics? Yeah, um, that is definitely the ultimate goal right now is to be able to compete at the 2020 um, Paralympics in Japan. Um, following that, I would definitely, of course, love to go to 2024, wherever that ends up. And if, you know, time allows, I would love to go to 2028 as well. And the idea of para-taekwondo... As a sport, especially in this country, what's the significance of that? The significance of power taekwondo? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it, it makes a statement um, to, you know, the world and the uh, people in the country just showing that people with disabilities can get in a ring and can... Um, you know, fight a very well fought, um, a very well, uh, you know, put together fight. And as far as, you know, you get to see their progression over the years of, um, you know, how they fought year one versus how they fight year four and how um, it's really amazing to watch the progression of an athlete through fighting. And I think that is one thing that Paratekwondo definitely focuses on. Brianna Salonaro is talking with us on our program on The Fan this Sunday morning. One thing I have not done, um, and, you know, it's always interesting on this show because the program that follows ours, The Sports Edge with Rick Wolf is geared toward um, a lot of topics surrounding parents and um, coaches who are involved with youth sports. And a lot of those people will at least dabble into some of the things that we talk about on this uh, show, too. Some of the folks who are listening to our discussion today, first of all, yes, they hopefully can be supportive of your efforts. But I also want to mention the fact that if you want to join us in uh, this discussion, perhaps express some encouragement to Brianna, you can. Our number here at The Fan is 877-337-6666. Earlier, you were talking about this idea of um, making a difference for people with disabilities. With what you have planned, not only for this year, but the things you're hoping to be able to accomplish, and as you said, with the GoFundMe page, it's uh, 
you know, that and the Facebook page also are promoting awareness. Do you also feel that there can be some encouragement for others with disabilities to try to achieve their dreams? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, of course. Um, Watching anybody able-bodied or uh, disabled, um, you know, go from not being able to, not believing in themselves and having a goal, but not believing that they can do it and taking the steps towards, you know, gaining that confidence and going for their goal um, is always an inspiration. And I believe with what I'm doing, a lot of people can, um, you know, gain inspiration from that. And um, that's something I'm very grateful to be able to um, share with others. I'm curious about a question that's been on my mind the entire time that we're talking. What has been the greatest moment for you? Um, So far, I would say was definitely my first win. Um, Actually, this past year at the U.S. Open, um, it was my first, like, legitimate uh, taekwondo fight. Being that the sport is so new, there are um, a limited number of competitors. So, um, and we're all broken in, uh, broken down into categories. So, if there's someone not in your category, you get bumped up to somebody who may be disabled but less disabled than you are. So, um, that happened to me, and um, I wound up winning for the first time. Uh, I beat a girl who was less disabled than me, and it was definitely, um, it was just an unbelievable feeling because all my Taekwondo career, I've been fighting able-bodied athletes and unable to win, unable to score, but Power Taekwondo um, has definitely given me the ability to show my abilities. It literally has changed your life when you get right down to it. Yes. Definitely. Brianna Salonaro talking with us on our program on The Fan this morning. Uh, she is looking to raise some money to support the efforts of, of some of the things that she wants to accomplish. She has a very ambitious uh, schedule planned for the rest of this year. We'll talk more with her as we continue in our discussion. You can go to her GoFundMe page or to her Facebook page, get information about her. She's looking to raise awareness and also to raise some dollars, too. After our 8 o'clock update, Rick Wolf is along with the Sports Edge on The Fan this Sunday morning. It is Sunday morning on The Fan. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Solter. We are in discussion with Brianna Salonaro on our program on The Fan. Uh, Brianna is uh, talking with us about uh, some of the things that she has been involved in. She has a need to raise money uh, in order to... uh, Uh, cover some of the expenses associated with things like uh, traveling, um, training, uh, some of her uh, coaching fees, uh, obviously lodging, things like that associated with some of this uh, um, travel that uh, she is going to be um, doing throughout the rest of this year. There's a GoFundMe page that her friends have uh, set up. Um, She is also on uh, Facebook in terms of uh, promoting some awareness about uh, some of the things that she is involved in. 
and also has a link to the uh, GoFundMe site. Uh, she's looking to raise somewhere between ten dollars and $15,000, if possible, uh, to help out with um, some of her plans for this year. And she has a goal to become the first female ever from this country to compete in the Taekwondo Paralympics. And she's joined us this hour of our uh, program. When you talk about the accomplishments in your lifetime, and there's quite a few, and uh, anybody who wants to be impressed by some of the things that we've talked about can certainly uh, just go to the Facebook page that I mentioned uh, and see some of the images there associated with some of the things that you've talked about with us. What does it mean for you to be, and I, I always feel like, I always feel like I'm a thousand years old when I pose a question this way, but I'm going to anyway. What does it mean to be, relatively speaking, so young and yet to have attained so many things in terms of accomplishments? Um, I think it's definitely, um, it's definitely important and it, it feels, you know, amazing and humbling to accomplish the things that I've accomplished, but along with the accomplishments, I've, you know, faced many hardships through getting to, um, where I am today. And I think it's important to start young and to be able to, um, learn how to deal with certain hardships so that when you do get to, um, you know, an older age, um, you're able to carry yourself humbly and respectfully and know how to deal with certain challenges in life. So um, I'm very grateful for all the accomplishments and the hardships that I've faced up until now. And I didn't ask you this earlier, but you talked a little bit about, you know, attaining a black belt. What's the feeling that goes through you at that point? Um, it's definitely a feeling of accomplishment, and it's a definitely a feeling of, um, you know, it, it reassures me, you know, I can do this. Like, I achieved my second-degree black belt, so I can achieve my third, and I can achieve this goal, et cetera, you know, to... Um, it's definitely empowering. What was it like preparing for that? Um, you know, it was definitely, it was definitely, um, a struggle at times. And then there were other times that, um, it was a lot easier, but, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of training. I train six days a week here uh, during the summer. And while I'm at school, I train about three days a week in a Taekwondo school and um, four days a week at the gym. So definitely a lot of time and effort put into um, not only achieving black, uh, my black belt, but achieving um, you know my fighting goals as well. 
And when you talk about the time that you spend in the gym, what are the what are the type of exercises that you're doing? Um, in the gym, I work on cardio. Um, so I'll run about two to three miles a day. And then um, right now I'm, I'm focusing on um, building up my leg strength. So a lot of weight exercises, um, a lot of squats, a lot of, um, you know, power lifting, stuff like that. You know, it sounds like you should be an inspiration for um, a lot of people, uh, quite frankly, um, because I sit here and think to myself, wait a minute, what am I really doing? You know, and a lot of us have probably, you know, the able-bodied people probably have to be thinking, wait a minute, why aren't we moving? Why aren't we challenging ourselves in, in some fashion? And this gets into an interesting area too, because do you always look to challenge yourself? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it it what it's what keeps me going is the challenge of um, even when you know I'm running on the treadmill and I find it hard to get to that three, you know, the three point mile. Um, you know, I definitely have to motivate myself to sometimes just get through the workout, but the challenge is definitely what keeps me going, yeah. And what would you say as a motivator to those people who say, well, that sounds like a great idea, but I just can't can't seem to get started? Um, well, getting started is the most important part because it gives you your basis for, um, you know, the rest of the journey to your goal. So I would definitely say that, um, you know, it may be hard to start, but maybe start with something easy and something that is comfortable for you. And as the days go on, work towards getting out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, eat with each workout and set set small goals. And once you accomplish those, make those goals bigger and bigger and bigger and every time until you ultimately reach um, you know, the main goal. When we're talking about the donations that you're looking to raise through the GoFundMe page are you looking for, or does it matter, even whether it's personal or corporate donations? Um, you know, either one is definitely greatly appreciated and goes a long way, but my ultimate goal is to obtain a sponsorship um, through a corporate company, definitely, yes, so that I could, um, you know, so that I have something to help carry me through the next four years or the Olympic quad we call it. And have there been any feelers in that regard? As far as corporate sponsorships, no. I have gotten corporate donations which have gone an, um, you know, a very, very long way. I wouldn't be um, able to compete in the tournaments that I'm scheduled to compete in 
throughout this summer if it wasn't for them. But as far as like contract sponsorships, not yet. And when we talk about the support from your community, for lack of a better term, and I guess by your community, I can stretch that out and make that the community of Long Island. Um, what has that been like? What has that meant to you? Um, the support support of my community um, is definitely just nonstop. You know, my neighbors coming together to figure out different, um, you know, uh, uh, donations and to my teachers, you know, um, from school. Like, they always allowed me to stand up and tell my story once, you know, they found out about it themselves. And, um, you know, my team back here at home, Ultimate Champions Taekwondo, has been unbelievably supportive in my journey to the Paralympics. If it wasn't for them and my coaches, along with my coach in Connecticut at Styles United Transformative Martial Arts, um, none of this would be possible. So um, it's definitely important to have a strong support system. How has your coaching support influenced what you've been able to do? Um, my coaching support has been a vital part in this journey. I mean, from the beginning, before para taekwondo was even a thought in my head, um, just being able to get out there and start training, um, you know, I had originally I had a coach from Ultimate Champions Taekwondo that believed in me more than I believed in myself at the time, and that was, um, you know, extremely important to me because that showed me that if somebody else believed I could do it, then of course I can do it. You know, and my team um, here, you know, they were very always very supportive, and whenever I said I couldn't, they made sure that I would succeed um so they've been extremely helpful very interesting discussion with our guests this hour of our program uh, brianna salonaro uh, talking with us on, on wfan and uh, sharing some of the information surrounding uh, her plans she wants to become the first female ever from this country to compete in taekwondo paralympics she has a lot of events um, planned to attend throughout the rest of this year, and uh, she's shared an awful lot with us. She's also looking to raise not only awareness and talking about um, her experience growing up with cerebral palsy, uh, the accomplishments that she has made in her lifetime, and uh, also the experience that she has had in terms of trying to prepare and uh, train for uh, this uh, set of goals but she's also trying to raise some money, too, through a GoFundMe site. Um, for people who are listening to this discussion and they want to be, in some fashion, supportive of your efforts, what can they do? How can they be supportive? I mean, definitely the best way to support me or get involved in what I'm doing is to, you know, donate or 
share share my GoFundMe page with their friends and family and just spread the word and, um, you know, spread awareness of uh, what is going on right now. Let's hope that the folks who are listening to our discussion today are going to be supportive of your efforts uh, in that regard, too. And let's hope for a very successful time. Uh, You have some ambitious plans for the rest of this year. And let's hope that you not only accomplish what you are seeking in terms of fundraising and also public awareness, but you exceed that. Thank you very much for joining us, being so kind with your time, Brianna. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And good luck to you, too, as you continue. Thank you so much. All right. On our program on the fan on uh, Sunday mornings, we try to bring you interesting uh, discussions. You know, one of the great things about Sunday mornings is this idea of sort of setting the stage. It was Ed Randall who will be along after our 9 o'clock update. He'll be talking baseball here on the fan. Who... stated this to me a couple of years back. He characterized me, and I've said this once before on this program, as the Horace Clark of the Sunday morning lineup. You know, Rick Wolf is along with the Sports Edge after our 8 o'clock update. The idea for me is not to get on and swing for the fences because I might miss, but rather to connect and get on base. Realistically, back in the day, I used to be fairly good at being able to steal bases. So theoretically, if I can get on base, then some of those heavier hitters, and Ed was, of course, alluding to himself in that regard, will be along to bring me home. What a cute analogy that was, huh? On our program on uh, Sunday mornings, hopefully we inform and entertain and hopefully we also took you in a fashion where we could take our thoughts away from what I mentioned at the very beginning of our program that some of you may have been expecting was going to be our focus today, talking about these terrorism incidents in England. It's nice to be able to talk about something else. And as I said at the very beginning of the show... It's more important than ever. Be aware of your surroundings. And if you see something that's out of the ordinary, don't be afraid to speak up about it. And the other thing I'll say to you is, always know the exit from where you are. Never can tell when that could come in handy. I'm out of here. It is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf that follows Dave's top of the hour update. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.